episode, well, I guess we can call it episode 10.5, an emergency episode of the Matt Morrison podcast for, well, I guess we've done two this week. Yeah, we have done two. Ray Morrison joins me again, and uh, well, we're here for one reason. Well, we're here for a couple of reasons. One, we have a name now. We do. What is the name of this extravaganza? It is the YXE Sports Podcast. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That'll be good. Big things are happening. Big if you things said are on your Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh that's exciting. That Absolutely. Is, uh, that is. that is good. I remember when I was young and I used to watch Monday night football every now and then, twice a year. Thursday night football became a thing. So it was a special Thursday night edition of Monday night football. So this is the special Thursday edition of the YXE Sports Podcast. Very good. And uh, with the way that things are going, there might not be any football yeah. at all this uh, yeah. upcoming fall. Uh, so, yeah, it is an emergency edition of the podcast. And uh, the past 24 to 48 hours has been something that I've never really seen in uh, my lifetime. I, I, was at a, you. I was at a sports tourism meeting today, and a lot of the people that were involved in that with tourism were also involved with the Junos in Saskatoon, which have been canceled. Mm-hmm. And I think around 10 or 10.30 today, there was a flight from Toronto that landed in Saskatoon. Nobody got off the plane. The plane turned around and went back to Toronto. Oh, with, okay. with, and I'm assuming, you know, probably musicians and, you know, uh, maybe some managers, and I'm not sure who would have been part of that, but... Um, that's just an indication of, uh, you know, how serious this is that, you know, they weren't even in the airport. They turned around and, and flew back mid morning. So that's, um, that is a, a tough one for sure, because as, uh, Ian Roach, our producer, uh, corrected me on, that was an event that was scheduled to do about nine or $10 million in economic benefit or spinoff for our community that just, it's not going to happen now. And then there's the hard costs of the canceled hotel rooms, the canceled flights, the, you know, a lot of uh, things that people depend on um, up front with an event like the Junos is now is now called off. But it just uh, kind of shows you the, the seriousness of this virus for sure. Well, and who knows when the next time Saskatoon is going to get an event like this, right? I mean, this is the first time the Junos have been in Saskatoon since or were supposed 07. to be in Saskatoon since 07. Yeah. Uh, they had the CCMAs back in 2017. But, I mean, since then, they're... You know, in terms of, uh, you know, big things like that to bring uh, money or revenue to Saskatoon, there is uh, not a lot of options. Sask Health Centre issued a statement uh, Thursday. Uh, is today the 12th or 13th? Today's 12th. the 12th? March 12th. <laughs> so uh, tomorrow's March 13th. Today. It's Friday the 13th. Sorry. Saying other upcoming events for the month of April uh, will be, updates on those events will be provided as quickly as possible. We know the Rush games and the Blades games are being postponed or pushed back for now tickets for canceled shows will be refunded at point of purchase for postponed events tickets will be honored at the rescheduled dates purchasers unable to attend should contact the box office and of course one of the big things you talk about economic spinoff uh, one of the big events at Sask Tell Center is the Celine Dion concert. April 25th, right? And we'll wait and see if that, yeah. because if she cancels any part of that tour, she may cancel a whole tour. So, I mean, there's um, a lot of things at stake here. So that's um, that's uh, one of the events on the entertainment side. But, uh, yeah, you, you talked about this with... Uh, with um, no rush games, no blades games. It's It's going to be a little bit different and a little bit strange for the next few weeks at least well especially for a team like the saskatoon blades i mean that's kind of how they make a a good portion of their money right just getting fans in the building and just junior hockey all across the board because the entire canadian hockey league has suspended operations for the time being so the whl the ohl and the qmjhl 
have all suspended play until further notice. So a lot of those teams, especially in the smaller markets, maybe yeah. not so much Saskatoon, but like you look at the PAs or the Swift Currents, Moose yeah, sure. Jaw, right? Yeah. And the OHL and the QMJHL have their own smaller market teams as well. So, I mean, what does it do for, for those communities? Yep. Um, you know, when yeah. when you don't have any uh, hockey or anything like that. Now, did, I don't know on. if you saw this, Matthew, and I don't want to misquote something here. Did the Saskatchewan Junior League say they were going to continue on? That is or, what that is what I read on Twitter earlier today, yes. Okay, yep. so that's their plan in the wake of the NBA and the NHL and the CHL and the National Lacrosse League, uh, at least postponing their seasons, the SJHL, a league which uh, typically, you know, Crowds aren't over a thousand mm-hmm. per game. Uh, that's the decision they made. It was interesting today. I was watching um, the news conference with the senior VP of venues and entertainment for True North uh, Sports and Entertainment in Winnipeg. So that's the group. True North owns the Jets, and he actually mentioned the Juno cancellation okay. uh, at Sastel Center. But so the Jets have lost one of their big events, which does really well in Winnipeg, which is Disney on Ice. They mm-hmm. talked about that. They also talked about the cancellation of the final five regular season games, potentially, uh, for, the, for the Jets. And here's who you feel for. You know, we, we kind of get caught up a little bit in talking about, well, they're, they're millionaire athletes or whatever. But when asked about, like, the part-time concession staff and workers at the venue, uh, Mark Chippen, who's the head of True North, said, well, when they work, we work, and when we yeah. don't, they Sorry. don't. And that's yeah. and that's that's the tough part, right? That's the that's kind of the, the the sad part about this is there are people who don't know when their next checks who need those checks are going to be coming in. Um, there was a conference call. Uh, Gary Bettman, the NHL commissioner, had a twenty-five minute conference call. Uh, the first thing he said is, "Anybody disagree with us suspending the season for now or putting a halt to the season as of right now?" Not one owner thought it was a bad idea. And the other thing that um, came up in that conference call was uh, Gary Bettman and the NHL asking the teams to come up with their building availability for the month of July. Nobody, I can almost guarantee you that nobody is going to be watching NHL hockey in July if it comes down to that. Really? Absolutely. When it, especially in Saskatchewan? Well, well it's yeah, yeah. Plus in, in these parts, yeah, plus I, yeah. even in Manitoba or Alberta, when yeah. your summers are so short, they are. I could think of a lot <laughs> better things to be doing in plus twenty-five <laughs> weather than being cooped up inside watching an NHL playoff game. Now, you and I disagree on this a little bit because I think the proper proper steps have been taken here. Mm-hmm. You think there's a smidge of hysteria, yes, in all this. Absolutely. Really? Um, yeah, I do, and uh, I have a uh, stat. Okay. To pull up, um, there are many other things. Not to downplay, uh, yeah. you know the we should take precautions the virus. that we don't Abs- normally absolutely. do. No, and, and that yeah. So you you agree in washing your hands, taking precautions, which should just be everyday things. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there are probably ten to fifteen diseases yeah. that kill way more people than the coronavirus has killed so far. So that's well, my thing. yeah. No, I understand that, Matt. But it's just kind of. It's kind of what we don't know, right? The World Health Organization is basically saying we need to take these steps because we don't know, um, we don't know how serious this is, mm-hmm. and that's kind of. And I, I, I use the word hysteria. I shouldn't, but you're you're talking about the media coverage. Probably. Yeah, I think yeah. just the way that it's all yeah. gone down could have maybe been handled a bit different. And if it was handled a bit different, then I don't think people might be. 
right. freaking out as much as they are. One of the one of the calm voices in all of this is uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry. She's the provincial health officer in BC, and I have watched her updates every day because when she updates, she she provides a daily update. And she is terrific. She's a great communicator. In BC, seven new cases in the last 24 hours. So they have 53 in total. What was interesting about that, though, was, and I don't know how far back these cases go, but six people who um, were found with the virus have fully recovered. Yeah. So, but we can't go on the assumption that everybody's going to fully recover. I mean, there are there have been elderly people that have you know, succumb to this in nursing homes. And I, I think what it is, Matt, is just what we don't know how deep this is going to run. It is such a new thing, especially when you talk about people, your grandmother's age, who's going to be 97 mm-hmm. later this month, right? That's that's what you have to be mindful of. And I think that's sort of the coverage. I, I understand your frustration, but I, I, I think the proper steps are being taken here so of course this all started with the nba last night it was kind of a ripple effect after that the nba announced the nba announced that they were suspending the season until further notice because rudy gobert of the utah jazz uh had a confirmed case and then it was just a ripple effect yep after that uh i guess you know my two thoughts are did the nba rush into that decision because they basically came right out and said oh a rudy gobert has tested positive and b we're going to cancel the rest of the season um, so I'm wondering if the NBA maybe rushed into a decision a little bit, whereas the NHL, the NLL, a couple of yeah. these other major sports leagues, the MLB, all kind of waited for a day. They slept on it and uh, came to the decision today. But uh, I'm wondering if the NBA maybe rushed into that decision a little too prematurely. Gobert's teammate, Donovan Mitchell, of the Utah Jazz, has also tested positive, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. And the concern for the Toronto Raptors that they are monitoring in Toronto is they played back on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So they're they're keeping close eye there. So you know, though there are two confirmed cases in the NBA, and they just you know you just have to be mindful of that mm-hmm. stuff. That when you're in a close contact or in a crowded space, like a basketball court or a basketball stadium can get, um, precautions need to be taken. So it was interesting that- too. I was watching uh, well, what was supposed to be Hockey Central uh, just before we actually recorded this. Uh, but Brian Burke, he is not one bit confident that the NHL will resume this season. Is that right? Eh? Yeah. See, he would know. There yeah. is Brian Burke, when you talk about broadcasters, Brian Burke is a guy who was the NHL disciplinarian. He's close to Gary Bettman. He knows inside, outside how this works. He knows the general managers, knows a lot of the owners, and he doesn't think that the season no. will be. I mean, that's just one man's opinion, right? But uh, yeah. He said, uh, and he even said this, despite that everybody thinks I'm a grouch, I'm actually a pretty optimistic person. <laughs> yeah, he is, actually, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he said that he's not confident that this season will uh, continue. Uh, but Mark Cuban, the owner for the Dallas Mavericks, uh, has basically come right out and said, ever since this whole situation happened on Wednesday, yeah. uh, that he's going to try to find a way to see if he can support uh, all the arena workers and concession yeah. workers and stuff yeah. like that all those people that are going to be uh, out yeah. of work he gets it for the time yeah. being so. no, and, and you know there's another guy who's a little bombastic at times but you know big heart yeah right? like exactly. brian burke right always uh, puts things uh, in in proper perspective and while we're on the brian burke topic i don't know where you want to go after this but his former boss uh ken king passed away mm-hmm. uh, I saw ken that. king is from hanley yep 
68 years old. Ken King, uh, I was actually lucky enough to say that I knew Ken King, that when I would phone his office, he knew it, who was calling. Uh, but Ken King was one of those guys who dreamt big, right? Mm-hmm. And he was one of the guys that came up with this Calgary Next idea because the Saddle Dome is needed to be replaced for 15 years, right? Uh, so three, four years ago, he came up with the idea of Calgary Next for both the Flames and the Stampeders, both owned by Calgary Sports and Entertainment, would have new facilities. And it didn't happen. Calgary is going to get a new hockey arena, no football stadium, but he always dreamt big. And so when you brought up Brian Burke's name, I just thought of uh, Ken King. So to family and friends of Ken King, uh, obviously our our mm-hmm. condolences because he has a, a lot of family in uh in central Saskatchewan here. Do you think uh, hockey or uh, basketball or NLL will return? You know what? I do. Yeah, I do. I think that they're going to get this under control. And Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the only, and the only thing that I can kind of go back to, uh, I think, you know, in the, before 1920, there were two Stanley cups that were canceled because of influenza. Right. Um, In our lifetime, probably the only thing that we've seen like this is SARS. And we recovered from that, yeah. You know, and that was a worldwide, um, that was a worldwide sickness that that well, we got still over. Is, I think, yeah. I think there's still a lot of people that suffer. Oh, there is, but it's that. not. It's not. It's not a, the the proportions now that it was back then. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, ten or fifteen years ago or whatever that was. So, uh, I I do. I I really think that we're we're going to get back to it here. It's just it's just a matter of everybody kind of being smart and thinking of one another, and that's not always. Uh, you know, I hope there aren't too many people like you who don't think this is a big deal. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's just the way that it's it's been gone about, and I think it's just freaking a lot of people out when it doesn't have to. Right? So whose fault is that? Who would you blame for that? The coverage of the virus. The media. Yeah. So you're saying the media yeah. has gone too far on yeah. this. And you might not be wrong. Um, and it's especially weird because there's some doctors that have come out and said, well, this is nothing more than the common cold or influenza or whatever and then there's other doctors that have come out and said that this is the worst thing to ever happen in the history of the universe so yeah but i I, you know when you see somebody like dr bonnie henry from bc provide an update every day like she has and you know they don't do that with the with the flu Mm -hmm. right so i mean it is something to be mindful Mm -hmm. of and it is something that people want to be made aware of but yeah you're right the level of hysteria that sometimes comes with media coverage is and it's not just a little much specific situation. It's all sorts yeah. of situations in the past yeah. or whatever. So do you think the NHL and NBA will resume? Well, I hope so. I think they will. You think they will? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, only because you want to go to that April 2nd. Well, that's, the thing. So. that's a tough blow. The April 4th. So for, for those that don't know, Matthew <laughs> had tickets to the April 4th Calgary-Edmonton finale, which could be just electric based on the regular season meetings that they've had. Yeah. And now you might not be at Calgary for that. Terrible. It might not. No, I did see something uh, in terms of the NBA earlier today saying that uh, kind of self-quarantine yourself until I believe it was March 16th. And then I think they're kind of going to revisit it after that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, keep yourself in quarantine for the next week or so, and then maybe uh, they'll go from there. Some had maybe thought that outdoor events would be okay, but the Players' Championship will go without fans. Spring training baseball canceled as of now. The regular season is going to be pushed back at least Two weeks mm-hmm. is what they're saying now for baseball. Uh, the ATP has uh, suspended play for six weeks. And uh, Ian, Formula One, what are we? What did we? It, <laughs> down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down to the start of the F1 season, which is right around the corner. March Madness got canceled too. 
Oh, oh there you, the, well, see there, and that came up on a radio station today too. <laughs> I was just listening to that. We're wondering. What do we do without our producer? <clears throat> yeah, Ian, Ian Roach. Roach. Ian Roach believes that there will be a population boom next January. <laughs> Because here we are nine months before that, and there's no sports to watch. So, what are what are people to do? You can't basically <laughs> see, telling people to not see, go outside either. So and, and see, that is the insight of our producer right yeah. there. That's the insight of Ian Roach. That's that's how his brain works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did just mention this March Madness is uh, canceled. Did well. they, okay, because they were going to do it without fans, and now no. It's, I, it's, last I read, it was canceled. Done. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah. I mean, by the time that this recording is over, it could have changed. You know, eight times between y- then, like y- it's y- just going so fast. Yeah. Yeah, and you that's just don't know. you know, and, and as I mentioned, I was watching the the uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry uh, news conference from Victoria today, and she was saying, "Yeah, in twenty four hours, I'll be telling you something totally different." Yeah. It's just, it's just that that much of a. Uh, of a story that's evolving basically hour by hour, for sure. Uh, well, since we can uh, almost wrap things up, I guess uh, the University Cup is still a go, and the University of Saskatchewan Husky hockey team uh, got upset by Western Mustangs. Yeah, they lost today. today. I think uh, they so. fell behind 3-1. Yep. It was 1-1 for the longest time, and then I think in the latter half of the second period, uh, Western buried a pair and took a 3-1 lead. And what was the final? Do you know? Three two. It was three two. So the Sam Ruop got one late. <clears throat> Sam Ruop, there you yeah, go. He got one <laughs> late. But uh, whether it's hockey that's or good. football, the Huskies just can't seem to beat Western. Yeah, that's so. tough. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. But uh, no, we appreciate you joining us for this. Uh, whether we call it episode ten and a half or eleven or 10. whatever, 5. 10.5. But uh, you can let me know your thoughts on this uh, virus and anything else. If you agree or disagree with us, uh, it'll be up on my Facebook and Twitter page, and it's also available on Spotify and uh, the new. An improved podcast under yeah, the new name. Absolutely. We'll How good do we start? Week. How good do we sound now with Ian's? Yeah, absolutely. Work? This is good. So this slowly but surely. But uh, yeah, once again, uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week.